0: back to smell my whiskey podcast we got pat and john again uh max is absent i guess i don't know where he's at he's in california he's a california baby now you know? to be
1: here. hey did we ever figure out maybe he went jousting at last night's event
0: <laughs> that's
1: right he may have died may have <laughs> happens. you know
0: we we haven't heard from him since yesterday
1: have we i don't think so or maybe today check the tapes no.
2: check the tapes
0: I'm pretty sure I saw the entire show on Snapchat though this morning I watched the entirety of it it was absolutely riveting
1: <laughs> that's not the word I would use but yes um, it's been a while since we've done this do we know how to do this still of course we do I actually yeah. don't think he said
0: anything all day
1: shit he's de- he's dead
0: Yep, he died. He went on horseback.
1: And fell. Pour one out for Max. Right, Poor Max. Max. So, how yeah, well, do so we just do this died. again? I think we talk about a whiskey. Usually just one.
0: What's
2: whiskey?
1: And maybe some food along the way. Do we smell it? <laughs> Sometimes. Taste it, maybe.
2: Could you tell me what whiskey
1: we're smelling and tasting so I may Google it? This week, we are tasting Laphroaig 10. Laphroaig 10. Uh, honestly, I did zero research for Laphroaig because I don't think anyone genuinely cares about the history of these things. I could tell you it yeah. started in 1815, so it's over 200 years old now. And they are in, um, what part of the country are they in? Iva cool yeah let's go with that hey did you go there clint
0: no i went to ireland
1: oh you went to ireland we're, yeah we're not scotland about, <laughs> we're talking about a different country entirely
0: oh yeah why don't why don't we just
2: get a little ireland update let's just go off the rails pause on the whiskey and get the ireland update
1: yeah go read about okay. research while he talks.
0: Absolutely. So Labor Day weekend I went to Ireland It was cool I saw Cliffs I saw yeah, is, that the the cliffs of patrons.
2: is Cliff your cousin Clint?
0: Cliffs of Mohair uh, Where are the uh, Cliffs I, of Dover? I guess that
1: means- those are the ones I know
0: Well Cliffs of Mohair Everyone there had more hair than me So there you go ha 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 ha
2: that was shit. <laughs> yep,
0: You've got yep, a yep. fine head of hair and a giant beard. I'm sure you were fine. Uh-huh. The, I got lots of compliments. I look like a local, they said. <laughs> Is that a good thing? Is that a good compliment? I don't know. I don't know. They just said, I thought you were a local. and Then they stopped talking to me as soon as I stopped talking Gaelic. As, so soon, as, as soon as you
1: opened your mouth.
0: <laughs> they're like, oh, <laughs> you're American, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. Oh, I thought you were gay like based off the the way you looked. Cool. Uh, good compliment, I guess. I don't know.
1: That's funny. The real question is, why'd you come back to this country? I would have just stayed there.
0: His visa expired. That it actually- was a trip. I have responsibilities here. I have a mortgage. There's eh. many... You live in regular, a regular normal people <laughs> I was say,
1: You don't even live at your house.
2: Given your travel status, Clint, you could probably sell your house and make <laughs> enough to buy your new house with your income saved.
0: Uh I, really my travel status honestly, I could rake in passive income and just rent out my house three quarters of the year. The problem is My dog wouldn't have a place to stay. You got a big truck. I do. And Comfort Inn and Sweets now offers pets. So, got to find that out. (laughs) (laughs) But no. Uh, So, is Ireland worth the trip? Yeah. Absolutely. Um I only did like a tour, so it's a little taste of everything. So we went from Dublin through the Southern Tier, County Cork area, um, which those who actually kind of pay attention to the whiskey world, that's where Jameson moved to for their distillery operations. There's quite a few distilleries in that area, so it's kind of neat. And I came back with a few bottles. Uh, One of them, being a special bottle from Teeling, uh, which I plan on sharing with John, Pat, and Max at John's wedding. So there you go. You got something to look forward to. Uh, Well, you guys, not the audience, and the other audience
1: can look forward to that.
0: And the other one is Waterford, which I've been on the lookout for for a long time now. But basically what they do is they do experiments where they only source from one farm. So the mash that's created for whiskey is only made from one farm. And their additions are by farm, which is the family farm name. And also by barrel type, which they have four barrel types that they play with. And it's basically just all experiments. So I'm super excited to get back to you on that. But I haven't tasted it yet. Uh, mostly because I'm scared to do it by myself. So there <laughs> you go. You got nothing better to do. True. Well, I I got to be in the right mindset. Yeah, I understand that. So, it's not drink to drink. It's drink to figure out if it actually changed anything. Philosophize. That's <laughs> right. I'm a f- 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 philosopher. There Philo- you ph- f- 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 go. Falafel <inaudible> sizer. I'm a falafel sizer. There you go. That's right. So, we're on Lefroy 10, right?
2: we sure are john did you find out if you pronounce the g
1: you do pronounce the g i like it i like a hard g you know um so yeah lafrague 10 we aren't going to talk about history because no one cares it's an old ass distillery in scotland you can look it up um do we want to talk about well so there's two things this made me dive down a rabbit hole we could talk about the whiskey, which we're going to at some point. Or first, do we want to talk about smell and, I guess, bad smells in general and why we like them in things?
0: Are you talking about bad reviews of uh, LeFroig?
1: No. Because I, I saw some
0: very funny reviews where they just said, it smells like a burning hospital. Yes, that was in
1: 20- <laughs> that was in 2014. It made a headline on news. <laughs> on, on CBS?
0: You saw the same shit I did
1: <laughs> On uh I just closed the tab. I think it was CBS though. Yeah. Yeah, that made headlines. <laughs> they said it was a savory smoke and it smelled like a burning hospital. But yeah, it I dived down this rabbit hole because I guess first let's let's talk about the whiskey because it'll segue nicely. So on the nose, who what's the first thing you think of?
2: A smoky oven.
1: Smoky oven is it a good oven or is it more like something dripped off a tray and that's the smoke, like the thing burning in the bottom of your oven? <laughs> the burning. <laughs> it's
0: more like a char almost. It smells like I got my enamel Dutch oven a little too hot.
2: Yeah, it's like, like like a cast iron stove and it is smoking versus hot.
1: It's, something's burning at a degree it should not be. Yeah, not cooking, burning. <laughs> um, I would agree with that. It's also, it's got like an industrial kind of smell to it. Like it's kind of gasoline like or burning rubber, uh, tarry kind of dirtiness to it. Yes, but not in the
2: same way Anno was. It is much more right. toned I, down than that.
1: Mm-hmm. Much more ap- approachable than Anno. Anno is in your face with that smell.
2: An- Anno is you are smoking, smelling that smoke coming out of the exhaust pipe. This is. <laughs> your mouth hey, is there was over a stinky that car pipe. that
1: drove through this intersection a little while ago. Definitely. I also got a little bit of like a rotting wood smell kind of like rotting foliage i know where you're going with that but i don't get that on the nose it's um okay so it was there more so when i first poured it this has been in my glass for probably the past hour and it's not nearly as present as it was but anyway i got a little bit of like a rotting foliage kind of wetness
0: there's a... I won't describe it. This won't make a lot of sense. Um, it won't make a lot of sense because most people probably aren't around at this time. But it's, it's almost like... You remember those clay art sculptures you made in art class in high school or middle school where you had to then put them into the kiln and -hmm. there was this paint or this glaze that you put on it. Make it food safe. Yeah. It's like when you threw that into the kiln.
1: That smell of like the chemical baking onto it? Yeah. Interesting. I can't relate to that smell. I could not tell you I've smelled that maybe once in my life, so it does not stand out in my head.
2: One smell I always remember hearing is part of LeFrog's character is iodine. Mm, okay. Does Does that resonate with you in your surgeries or anything like that? I don't really smell iodine, maybe it, more than once in my It resonates
0: me with the middle school water fountain that got cleaned at 1.27 p.m. every day. wow that is
1: ingrained in your head that sounds like a repressed memory can we unpack that a little bit (laughs) um to answer your question kind of it's um because i definitely scrub in with like iodine scrubs and it's kind of got that pungent odor deep down in there it's not the front runner for sure but once you kind of brought that up i could talk myself into it if anything
2: Yeah, I don't have enough experience with iodine, but I've read that that is what a lot of people get. That or Band-Aids. Or burning hospitals. Yeah. (laughs) I could could definitely see where someone would get burning hospital. (laughs) Just
1: a sick, sterile smell. There is also a certain sweetness at some point in the smell. I had a little bit of a, a flowery sweetness well, I
2: should talk in my mic, flowery sweetness early on, mm-hmm. uh, it is
1: less present now. It seems to be changing with the longer it's open, right? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: I would describe the sweetness as uh, the equivalent to still something medicinal or fake, which is uh, glycol.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Antifreeze.
1: Gotta love that. Also, yep.
0: don't go around smelling that too often either. Or drinking it. Uh, well,
2: that's just might, on the weekends.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, you might die. You might not. Don't blame "Smell My Whiskey" podcast for it. Okay. Yeah, don't
1: go drinking that. It dries out your insides. Because it's dry out your outsides.
0: No. Dang. <laughs> it
1: it lathers it up, <laughs> smooth as a baby's bottom. <laughs> Uh, anyone got anything else for the nose? I think we, we went in depth on that. That's probably the longest we've talked about a nose in the past 10 episodes. It's, it's pretty layered. 100%.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely one of the more nuanced noses we've had in a very long
1: time. Feels good to be back with a new, new good scotch. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Pete, let's move on to the palate. Um, first thing that comes to mind. Arf? Arf? Erf. <laughs> Pete just say earth, earth. Clint's I dog in the background. I want to buy. I want to
0: buy the earth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um Do you really get like an earthy kind of tone or note?
2: No, I th- I, th- I, th- yeah. I think more of that that peaty earthiness. Okay. Not necessarily was... like a uh, ground
0: and dirt. Peaty it for is.
1: Sure.
0: It's mm-hmm. earthy. But it's also glazed. It's like a glazed earth.
1: Oh, a refined earth. <laughs> what, are we, what are we glazing with? Ah, to- to- Glycol. Glycol. <laughs> that's, where I, that's where I have my runoff. <laughs> that, that's my backyard, thank you very much. <laughs> um, does pepper hit you pretty quickly? Because it does for me. Like a ground black pepper. No. Really? No. Mm-mm. Clint,
0: not till the finish, not till the end. I okay. wouldn't count. I wouldn't count the black pepper as palate. I would count it as spice at the end of the earthy life.
1: Interesting, because the first sip I took of this ever, uh, which was many months ago, I the first thing that stood out was the pepper because I had the thought. I even texted you guys right afterwards. I said, "This is my hot take for LaFroeg." This is the or if Ardbeg Ten is the salt, this is the pepper. I don't know. Moving on. I
0: don't. I don't remember that text.
1: That was a long time but ago.
0: I don't remember a lot of things. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that that stood out to me. Maybe it is more on the finish. I could just be misplacing it. Um, but aside from that, maybe that kind of like industrial taste kind of comes back. Like it's just kind of. I wouldn't say grimy, but I don't know what else to say for it. It reminds me of some kind of like hot
2: rubber, like the smell, yeah. like you know when they had like chipped up tires at a playground, and it's a hot day. Yes, um, or turf, I get turf, um, fresh asphalt, mm-hmm. all those types of things. I get, and it's pleasant in like the sickest way. Yes, it it's, it goes foot to your comment
1: of why are bad things good? Uh huh. Like, that's what. I as soon as I was kind of dive into this, I was like, I need to look into this.
2: But there's a little bit of like a, a honeyed sweetness mm-hmm. that seesaws it right around and just
0: wraps it up so nicely. I'm I'm telling you, that's not honey. That is the glycol. It's like this fake sweetness look, Clint, that is just look. <laughs> I've I don't, had
2: glycol. I'll
0: I'm just, just saying.
2: Let me go run There's, up. I'll take a huff
0: from the engine.
2: I'll tell you what happens if I don't come back. Call the ambulance. <laughs> so I got thirsty.
1: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I I do like the dirtiness of it, and it's not. It's a different dirty than ANO, which I also like though. It's a better dirty. It so. is. It's almost like done better.
0: ANO was like a wet dirty. Like yeah, you like a, you like you just drank your laundries like your nasty laundries water. Dirty. Oh god.
2: <laughs> mm, my stomach hurts. <laughs>
1: That's bad. This
0: this is like a dirty like it's oily and thick and like there's things that you shouldn't drink but you drank anyway.
1: Mhm. Kind of dirty. Yeah, I can get behind that. It's good. Whatever it is, it's good to me. Um
2: it's like it's like a, your grandpa's garage where he's got an old car versus the guy who's got 10 cars all kind of everywhere and doesn't really take care of anything. Like there's a neatness <laughs> and there's an orderliness to it. <laughs> but your grandpa also doesn't get rid of the oil. He keeps it on the counter and just has... You know what I'm saying? Like it's organized, but it's still not neat. Right.
0: I see what you're saying and the difference being... It was your grandma. The the one with the old car has the satisfaction of doing the work, and the one with the ten cars that is organized did nothing, and it doesn't mean anything. It's just a junkyard. So the fact that it's dirty actually gives it class in this case, versus the fact that you know it's clean doesn't merit anything in the other case. I don't know if that made sense.
1: I don't know if
2: it followed that last part. All right, we don't know what we're talking about.
0: We just <laughs> yep. We're just crazy idiots. Four uh, three idiots. Three, three idiots trying to be risky. Which that's the first time I got our number count right. By the way, <laughs> so, there you go. There we go. <laughs> Podcast first. A year and a half later.
1: <laughs> Seventy-seven episodes later. Actually, it's probably <sighs> seventy-eight or nine. Anywho uh, should we move on to the finish? do you feel like uh, before we get there do you feel like
2: it's an oily texture?
0: yes
1: yeah
2: not to harp on more oil topics but that was one thing I remembered when I first drank Lefroy a few, a few years ago was it was oily on top of my you know, first experience with Pete but like even comparing this to what I remember like our big Ten is a totally different texture compared to the ten, and we didn't really talk color either but it's definitely a much more golden color compared to the paleness that you get in the ardbeg which is surprising
1: it is it's oily but creamier than the ardbeg 10 the ardbeg 10 has that oily kind of feel to it but it's more watered down i don't know i don't know if that made any sense but it's, I think our feels- think
2: like ardbeg tastes almost like astringent, like a like a rubbing alcohol thin and but harsh. Whereas mm-hmm. this is much more of like a coat, kind of yeah. stuck yeah. on your tongue and it hangs out for sticks. a
1: bit. Mm-hmm.
2: Sticky,
0: syrupy.
1: Need to brush my teeth. I already did that.
0: <laughs> this with, is one like- where I would expect bathroom problems later. Yeah. Excuse me. Unpack. Bathroom problems later. Unpack. Well, it's like if you had a real beefy or porky fat chili. You see all the fat on the top. You still eat it anyway, and then you regret it later. It's corn. Seems like it's corn.
2: (laughs) A big lump with knobs.
1: How it has the juice. How did that make a resurgence? (laughs) Let's talk about that. What? How did that make a resurgence? Isn't that kid, like, aged now? No, no, no. That that
2: one I sent you was a fake one about him being older. Oh, my God.
1: I thought that was, like, actually. (laughs) I thought that was actually, like, him. No. That's (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, that's good. See, I thought it was him. I knew it like was definitely like, a spoofy video, but I actually thought that was him and he was aged. <laughs> That's some
2: group chat inside baseball, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I, really liked, I really liked, there was one, I might have sent it to you, John, or the group, I don't remember, but it was Chipotle. Yes. yes. Know, white rice or brown? No.
1: And all the way down to
2: corn. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I listen to that song at least once a day for the past week.
2: <laughs> it's, it's so good. It just makes you laugh. It's Have a Corntastic Day. <laughs> I think It, it Has juice. the Juice is just a good line.
1: And then the guy <laughs> playing the keyboard, it has the juice.
2: <laughs> the best part oh. of the corn
1: is the grease. <laughs> Gosh, it's so good. Once you had butter, everything changed.
2: <laughs> I was around corn, I'd eat all of it.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I wish I could be happy about something like he's happy about corn.
2: You probably were when you were seven.
1: That's true. That's
2: true. What about bones? You could do a song
1: about bones.
2: It's bones.
1: They just don't excite me like corn does. They're that big kid. lumps
2: with knobs. They got <laughs> they the marrow. Are,
1: <laughs> they have the marrow. Oh, well, God. Well, I think we should lead into the finish, which I would say it's not short-lived and it doesn't overstay its welcome.
2: Smokestack. You're still feeling smoky by the time you're done.
1: I can get down with that. It's definitely a, a lingering smoke. The smoke kind of ch- kind of changes, though. Like it's not um, like a
2: cigar smoke.
1: Yeah. Yes, that's actually a great way to put it. It's like cigar smoke. It's
2: heavy. It sticks to your teeth. Mm-hmm. You you can't brush that one out, kind of thing. I it, yeah.
0: agree. I agree with you on the way you describe it. I'll give an alternative description. It's like you breathed the hot smoke from the fire into your mouth directly just like (gasps) and it was just hot smoke right into your mouth and i would equate that to the same thing as cigar except less flavor
1: okay yeah less yeah Mm -hmm. yeah okay
0: fair i'll take it
1: oh what about that pepper
2: what about the heifer? What Pe- heifer? You guys <laughs> talked
0: about pepper on the finish.
2: Oh. John, John, you talked pepper more pal, but Clint, you brought it up on the finish.
0: I guess I made this rated R podcast into PG thirteen just right there. But okay, what heifer? Pepper? Pe- pepper boy? Pepper heifer? Okay, is this the livestock
1: podcast? I mean, <laughs> if it's a heifer, yeah. <laughs> hef these nuts let's hear it hey yo (laughs) (laughs) yo
0: white pepper if i had to (laughs) describe pepper white
1: really not the black pepper huh
0: nope not black pepper white
1: Hmm. okay
2: i don't have enough peppers to dissect i have red i have black pepper i have cayenne pepper and I just use them for how spicy I need it to be.
1: (laughs) All right. Fair enough.
2: No, but I'm more stuck on the smoke on the finish. I don't catch any pepper.
1: That's, I mean, that's still how I feel. I I thought the pepper came in on the palate, but, you know, everyone's got their own opinion. Some of us are just wrong. Oh. Oh, that's what it is now. Oh. (laughs) (sighs) Um, yeah, I don't have much to add to the finish. It's, it doesn't introduce anything new, but, um, it's not unpleasant. What pepper? It's black pepper to me. Okay. Like a freshly cracked black pepper. Hey, speaking of cigars, have we ever smoked cigars all together?
2: We don't do much. We don't do much together. We don't do much together. You're right. We talk once a month. The group chat fires up about at the same frequency.
1: (laughs) Uh, We should do that sometime. That'd be fun. Do a workout first? No, smoke while we work out. Oh, smoking cardio forces your your lungs to survive. (laughs) I like to put them into a deficit, you know? That's how you get growth. (laughs)
2: That's right. There's a good uh, Terry Crews video where he does I forget, Jerome Mayberry's Ten Commandments for the Gym, it's called. And one of them is you do smoke and cardio, it forces your heart and lungs to survive. While you're <laughs> <on the treadmill. laughs> and he's
1: running and he's ripping cigs. It's real good. I'll find it. Please do. Oh, God. Smoke and the cardio. He's like, that's why you
2: have two lungs. If one stops and he's doing peck pops on one side, and he switches to peck pops on yeah, the other. <laughs> It's great that's funny you guys keep talking about score or something whatever's next i'm gonna find that and put it in discord
1: okay um i'm ready to rate it are you yeah i'm ready to rate it i don't want to go first because i think i'm gonna overrate it Three. Oh, see i was gonna overrate it i was gonna say oh wait hold on i need to resort. hold on hold on gotta check my my resources here as in my book of reviews. Uh, what did we pay for this? Ooh, I want to say it's fifty-five at like a Meijer. You bought it. Did I? Yes. Shit. Um. Let's see what total wine cost is right now. For like ten total wine, if you can get it, it is fifty-one ninety-nine.
0: Fifty-five at Kroger's seems to make sense to me that's not bad or or whatever 55 to 60 is realistic to what my price range is i think
1: yeah i have no problem paying 50 60 bucks for a whiskey or a scotch i should say Eh, whiskey in general
0: scotch I i would say not whiskey in general but scotch yeah i agree
1: okay I'm going to give it a five. I like this a lot. It's actually a must stock on my bar. I have had it ever since I first tried it, which was like, I don't know, maybe a year ago at this point. But it's, like I said, it's kind of the compliment to Art Big Ten being the salt and the maritime kind of scotch. This is kind of that more earthy, peppery kind of scotch. It's nice to have in the rotation.
2: I'm going to go middle with a four. I like, I like all the things you said but this kind of sits where Anno does for me which is good for what it does but I think I'd rather go Hardbake 10 or even Wee Beastie before oh, I would go here Okay, but I think this sits above Anno if I power rank both of them together but I, al- I also would like to try more from the Frog's lineup I've heard there's some real good ones
1: They have a lot of them, too. I was on their
2: site. I think there's like 10 options. I've heard the lore is good and quarter cask as well, but I think they're pricey and hard to find.
1: Yeah, they have a few Uh, 10 versions.
0: Quarter cask is probably about the same price point, is what I saw.
1: Clint, what
2: was your reasoning for
0: 3? 3 is... It's not as good as Ardbeg. Um... I don't. I kind of like the citrus notes that Arbeg has over this. Mm. Um, This is very much more in the realm of a burning hospital. So, yeah, (laughs) I I just don't want to promote that. Now. I I forgot about that that citrus in Arbeg. That's a really good point. That's what makes Arbeg
2: kind of special.
0: So. It's not definitely not as good as our bag. Um, and my scale is small, so our bag five, this three, somewhere in the middle is four. I don't know. That's that's just kind of the way I feel.
1: Okay. Huh. I have no I have no problems with that. I feel like you're typically on the lower end of like the smoky scotches and stuff mm-hmm. in this group at least
0: it's definitely good whiskey uh, there's no problems with quality or anything it's just I like the citrus notes that bag brings a mm-hmm. lot better I think it's a lot more welcoming than what we got here Oops, oh, shit oh.
2: Would you ever let someone who hasn't had peated whiskey try this?
0: Um, No, I would treat them to Ardbeck first because I think it would be... Not that it would have less smoke, but if I could get them to that citrus component, if I could help them along to that, I think it would be better. And I know... I do think the smoke in Ardbeg is a little bit more than here in Lafroy. I think the peatiness is more than here in Laphroaig. But there is also a little bit extra there that I would like to bring someone along. And I know I'd have to try to convince them. But I feel more comfortable doing that than just... Leaving them in a burning hospital.
1: <laughs> the Ardbeg Ten, I think, is more approachable because it's not so grimy or like industrial. Yeah, so it's way more easy to get behind. Even though it is definitely more peaty and more smoky, I don't think we commented on that in the palette. But um,
0: there's some nice bearing grease here in this Lavoie. Yeah, just yeah,
1: just but like, ah. but it's kind of. That's what I kind of was attracted to by it. Kind of like the NL. It was something kind of unique down that road. (gasps) Excuse me. Has a special time and place. Yeah. like I think I said earlier, this was like my
2: first peated whiskey I ever had. It was like two years ago. But I think it kind of opened me more to like, oh, I like that type of flavor a lot. So I think it. that's a tricky question for me because it worked for me like, oh, I want to try
1: more of these versus get these away from me do you think but i'm a sick if you were to take a hundred people do you think more No, would i think I'm, I'm
2: i'm one and everyone else would go the other way
1: yeah i think commonly you could probably convince more to drink the ardbeg
2: but I, 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 I think i've said before too johnny walker black would be what i would intro people to pete with
1: mm-hmm that is good. I uh, On that camp out I went on with uh, Emma's family, I brought the Johnny Walker Black. And um, I mean, yeah, even if you're not like a whiskey drinker, it's not hard to get behind. No, it's it's a good one. It does what mm-hmm. it's supposed to. And it's reasonably affordable. Yeah. Um, so this all led me into... Because I was thinking, why do... Wait, what did you rate it a four? Are we done with that? Yeah, three, four, five. Okay. Um. So I was thinking... Why do I keep liking these whiskeys that are like lots of smoke, lots of earthy, kind of moldy even, wet foliage, lots of fishy, briny kind of salty things, lots of medical or industrial flavors. And I was like, there's got to be an explanation. Somebody out there had to have this thought. Did you write this Um, in your diary? I did. It's all right here.
2: Okay, great. Oh, I couldn't see it because of your background thing, but.
1: Oh, well, it's here. Don't worry. Okay, good. So, at the root of it all, smell is connected to this primal region of the brain called the limbic system. That affects your mood, emotion, memory, and it kind of links sensory receptors to those parts of your brain. And specifically with smoke, there's actually an olfactory receptor called OR10G4. Um, And it's linked to... I'm not even going to say this right. G-U-A-I-A-C-O-L. Guiacol? Clint, have you heard of this? Okay. Well... Glycol? It's not glycol. I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) It's a smoky smelling compound found in whiskey, roasted coffee, bacon, smoked fish. And basically... With everybody who has this receptor that's meant to take on that, um, well, compound, then if there are variations in that receptor, you could already kind of be genetically predispositioned to like that or not like that. So that's one thing. That's just pertaining to smoke. Then I was like, well, let's dive in to figure out why people like, I mean, if you describe a whiskey as fishy, smoky, smells like wet wet grass clippings like who's gonna look at that and be like yeah i want to drink that that sounds good so then i was like why do people like these gross things and there was this study by paul rosen a psychologist who talked about this overall theory of benign masochism basically it's all about things people enjoy even though by all logic they shouldn't so they threw out a bunch of examples i think he had 29 in his study and it was like fear of a scary movie uh, the burning sensation from eating spicy food, pain from a massage, uh, popping pimples, things like that. Like, where when you kind of boil it down, nobody should like those things, but you have that kind of like sick thrill related to it. And it all boils down to basically the whole or the key to it all is you experience something that is a safe threat to you. So. Basically, you doing the thing, you know you're fine doing that, but your body reacts differently than how you know going into it. So your body's like perceives it as this threat, even though you're like, ah, I'm in control of all this. So you have this weird kind of ebb and flow in your emotions internally. And some people just have that like addiction to that, or not addiction, but you know, that craving to experience that sort of twist. Um and basically it expounds on that to then say a lot of people seek those things out because then you're testing how your body would respond to those scenarios or things. If it experiences it again in the real world, like an uncontrolled environment. Um, And the article specifically talked about a, I forget the name of the plant, but it's basically it's a plant that smells like a dead carcass and that's like its whole thing. But people will line up whenever a museum can get their hands on it and, like, have it for an exhibit. People will line up just to smell it, and they want to be as stinky as possible. And it's one of those things that's like, well, if I ever come across a dead body, I kind of want to know what it smells like. It's that weird, like, curiosity part. And even though you know you shouldn't obviously eat or smell a dead body, you're like, well, I should smell it now. Just one more smell. Yeah, yeah. You want to know what it's like. And you want to see... Kind of then it's almost like you're prepping yourself to come across a body in the future and your body won't be as uh, new to the reaction. And then kind of in in closing or like at the end of all this, it was like, OK, so what about disgust and like, why do we like these disgusting things? And there's a study about the theory of disgust and how <laughs> kind of to start it off. It's like, well, everyone is OK with the smell of their own farts. But no one likes smelling the farts of someone else. So you have this weird tolerance in people for disgusting things to a degree. And then they linked it to perfumes and how there are lots of things in perfumes and colognes that are actually really gross to smell in high concentration. But in little like micro doses, you actually like that provides like a pleasure, like a good experience Um, Like musk is like the root of most perfumes or colognes. Or have you heard of indole? Mm I-N-D-O-L-E. It's a compound in chocolates and lots of perfumes. And basically, it's in high concentrations, it smells like poop because it's also in your poop.
2: But just a teeny teeny bit
1: makes it... Yep. Makes it very attractive. Yeah. And you almost like want to smell more of it. So... At the end of the day, I didn't find why these certain things, uh, specifically in, like, whiskey, are such a turn-on for people. But I just, like, dived down a rabbit hole of why disgusting things are attractive to people.
0: Was one of the applications of what you were looking at was uh, why hot girls like pickles?
1: What?
2: (laughs) (laughs) What?
0: Oh, I guess I thought this was known. Never mind. Never mind. Pat,
1: do you know what he's talking about?
2: I don't like pickles.
0: I know you don't like pickles. You're not a hot girl.
2: (laughs) Hey, well, I I guess I'm proving your. John, do you like
1: pickles? I do like pickles.
0: Well, you are a hot girl. Yeah, you are a hot girl.
1: I'll give you that. (laughs) Thank you. So anyway, uh, I don't know. How do you guys feel about that stuff? Do you have like those weird cravings where like, you smell something bad and you're like, oh, I need to smell that again just to see if it's still bad? I I could see it. I can definitely, I definitely like
2: do that. The gym bag after the,
1: a long day in the oh, car. Yeah. Take off your like compression knee pads. You're like, let me smell that again. Just make sure they're still foul. <laughs>
2: just shake them out a teeny bit more. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, it's interesting to me because I do. That is like my favorite whiskeys and stuff are these weird, stinky, dirty scotches. One little note,
2: though. I
1: don't like
2: like the stinky, stinky ones like Tenjaku. Uh-huh. Like that one was well, actually like smelly, smelly. But like what this about? one, I, w- I wouldn't call this stinky. It w- I would say it has a definite odor, you know, mm-hmm. pungent odor, but it's mm-hmm. not like stinky and like a uh, putting up your threat detector type of stinky
1: but maybe that's, that's
2: maybe that's what you're saying though is like my brain says this isn't a threat but the body says it's a threat but then i get to tenjaku and my brain's like hey this ain't no good get away from this but maybe somebody <laughs> else is flip-flopped and they're like mm-hmm. this is
1: what i want i want that toe fuzz. yeah toe fungus um what yeah, was the okay. thing clint what was the thing clint made us drink the um poutine?
2: Yeah. Something like that, that put was, me in like the no no, don't drink this. Uh
1: huh. Outside the tolerance zone. I I couldn't get behind. But I mean that Mm-mm. Clint loved it. But, but Clint could. Clint could. Uh-huh. Wherever he went. Yeah. He's gone now, but it's just us now. It's Pete and Pete yeah. in the morning. Pete and Pete. But isn't that a Nickelodeon uh, show? Pete and Pete? Yeah. I don't I
2: don't know about that. Hey, well, just keep talking. I'm gonna look it up real quick.
1: To the Google. Um yeah, so I don't know. And then, I mean, there's obviously the whole idea of, like, smells are linked to memories, so... It was. ...fond memories of smoke. Pete and Pete in the yeah. morning, huh? The Adventures
0: of Pete and Pete. Pete and Pete in the morning, yep.
1: So, Clint, I made a connection to how you liked Pachin, or Puchin, whatever it was, versus we did not like that, even though that was the funkiest thing I ever smelled. <laughs> Ooh,
0: I'm actually interested in this.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. So, Wait. it's kind of like... What um, what about that funk? Did you like that? You wanted more. Is there anything you can link it to? Well, I mean, what made you go back for like another sip?
0: The raisiny, dark, overripe fruit is what I associated to it best. So it was like so it, a dr- like dried, like super dried ripe. fruit. Raisins, like
1: dry fruit, and it didn't seem like funky or moldy to you. Like that's not what stood out to you, huh?
0: No, it just, it just them sugar beets. Mostly like it was mostly like dry fruit. So, I and which is funny because I haven't had. I wouldn't say I've had a lot of it in comparison to like, I don't know. I guess I don't know what to compare it to. Like, I'm not, like, I don't have dried fruit every day, right? I don't, it's not a regular part of the diet or anything. It's just, I recognized it in that pretty quickly. And it's I kind of liked it.
1: It's neat that you didn't pick out, like, the funky toe jam smells that, like, me and Pat kind of latched onto. And that's what stood out to us, versus it was like not even there for you. It didn't didn't you and Max say the chocolate covered raisins?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. 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 And I that wasn't even there. No
1: way. Nope. Couldn't get behind it. Well,
0: I think that goes back to just I like the dried fruit part of it. The the chocolate covered was just everything around it. That doesn't mean it was chocolate around it. It just means everything else I screened out in my tasting. Mm -hmm. Like it just, I recognized one thing and I went with it. (laughs) I don't know if that makes me a better or worse taste tester, but it just, um, to me, that's the, that's the thing I latched onto the most was it reminded me of a dried fruit, very dark very flavorful, but dried fruit.
1: What, um, how did you spell that liquor, Pachin? Do you remember?
0: P-O-I-T-I-N, which I did not pick up a bottle, but I met this bootlegger uh, who had some homemade Pachin, (laughs) Actually oh in Ireland God. last week No way <laughs> Oh yeah Did you try it? Did you get to try it? I tried a. Li- I tried a sip Is that why you're missing an eyebrow? <laughs> <laughs> that, I would believe it if that were the case But no. <laughs> was so it, funny. no Was it good or was it
2: disaster?
0: No it It reminded me of the stuff I gave you guys which. At least you know uh, it's authentic then for those from the listeners, I gave them Glendola Pachin, which is an official distillery. They can go back to our live made episode. made their own pachin. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they can. But I didn't give them anything bootleg. I didn't give them anything that would blind them or nothing. So just so you guys know, your safety <laughs> was kept in mind. Oh, Good. I, um, I am losing sight in one eye. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> but. but that was pre-Ireland. <laughs> yeah, it was pre-Ireland. I, I, I say that's the cataracts or the diabetics. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, <you> know, <laughs> the foot fell off on the airplane. It's a whole thing.
1: That's fine yeah, enough.
0: yeah. We're 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 figuring out as we go. You know, if glaucoma hits me, then I'll just switch to the medication, right? So. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I wasn't expecting huge dialogue about this, but I just wanted to share. It was my a good, good thing down. to share. I like that. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, do you know what fed? next week is?
1: Is next week the uh, you
2: know, Well, it's not. It probably won't be next week. Who knows when we're going to do this again?
1: Next episode? Next
2: episode is the The Real so question excited. is: Are we going to get it in before, or is it going to be after the
1: Oh, it's probably good, yeah. it's so I I can fit it. Let's see. Let me check my calendar. I can fit it. It's no problem.
0: I mean,
2: I uh, hold, on, hold on. Goodbye, everybody.
0: Is that, is that what we're doing? We're not entertaining them with this riveting conversation.